This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. It is Thursday, October 28th. Twenty. Twenty one. Bro. Yeah. A week from now, we won't be doing this show. <laughs> we will be driving to Mammoth Mountain, California. Uh, off next Thursday and Friday. So get it while you can, MFers. Um, we have got Packers and Cardinals tonight. Water's wet and J.J. Watts out for the year. We'll talk about that game coming up. By the way, should be noted that the uh, Cardinals are a six-and-a-half-point home favorite. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a good game. So we'll talk about that coming up. we got to get to uh, your favorite college basketball coach, which is kind of an oxymoron because you hate college basketball, uh-huh. getting a DUI, and it was caught on tape, and Jake has some feelings about drunkards behind the wheel. Douchebags. You're pretty passionate about this, more passionate than I thought you would be. Yeah. So, I am. I mean, the only thing you're more passionate about is being single. Right. And we all know how passionate you are about that. And fast cars. I mean, that's you just what it is. You know? No, no, not fast. You drive a Subaru. That's the opposite of fast. Right, right. Uh, uh-huh, the, right. the opposite of full. Um, <laughs> right, right. Hello. Right. Uh, before we do too much on this show, you must hit subscribe on our YouTube channel because we're giving away this Xbox Series S. It delivers um, something like 500 gigs of storage. Yeah. You know. It's big. It's got a web browser. Yeah. Porn as possible. Hey, look uh, at me. We're giving that away at 3,000 subscribers. So make sure you hit subscribe right now. Take a picture that you're subscribed. And then tag us in that photo on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, or the old TikTok machine. I am The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Jake is SLC Supercars. You can find him on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at SLC Supercars. What's up, Cody Strickland? First one in today. He says, morning, booze. Hey, boo. Wow. All right. I feel better. Do you, what? That that, was was okay. that awkward for you? I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay. You know. I really don't care if you yeah, think it's sus. It is sus. It definitely uh, is sus. As is the Jazz at Rockets tonight. Um, that game is going to tip uh, right about 6 o'clock, and I actually think this is going to be an interesting game. Jazz are a nine-point or a road favorite. The number's 222.5. Yeah. So you're thinking each team's going to score a minimum of 111 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just curious, on, on a surface level, are the Utah Jazz as good as they were last year, this year, because we know that last year the Jazz finished with the best record in the NBA, even though multiple stars and, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley were injured for long stretches of the season. The Jazz still finished with the best record in the NBA. But this year something feels a little different. The Jazz are off to a great start. They're undefeated so far. Uh, this will be, what, game four for the Jazz tonight mm-hmm. against an upstart young and improving Houston Rocket team. Rocket. I think this is going to be a real challenge tonight. So, Jake, point blank, are the Utah Jazz better this year than they were last year? Yeah, I think they are a little bit better this year than they were last year. I do think that they have yet to play their best basketball, uh, which is kind of saying something considering they haven't lost yet. 
Um, but yeah, I do think they're a better overall team this year than they were last year. I think you look at the depth that they have, uh, there's no question it's better, right? You know, you just look at the Derek favors for Hassan Whiteside, you know, switch that they made right there. You're already a better team. So we're not even accounting for, you know, the Jared Butler draft pick and some of the other things like, you know, bringing in Eric Pascal, like you, you, like you're definitely better, but you know, it'll be interesting to see as this team kind of comes together and, you know, we get to like game 20, game 25, game 30, you really start to get into the meat of this schedule, what this team turns into. I mean, like tonight is a great example. This team tonight is going to have to shoot the three ball well to beat this Rocket team. And, and I'm not sitting here saying that the Rockets are a better team because they're not. But what I'm most concerned about is the athleticism the Rockets bring to the floor. And this really kind of plays back to this question of, are the Jazz better this year than they were last year? Well, from a roster perspective, they are. However, in the athleticism category, they are not. In fact, I would tell you they probably are a little bit worse than they were last year because everyone's a year older. So tonight, when you're playing an extremely athletic Houston Rockets team with guys like Jalen Green who are looking to end you at the rim, who are looking to dunk on you, who are looking to have a track meet, that's not the best setup for the Jazz. So it'll, I'll be really, really curious to see tonight what the Jazz try to do, I would assume that they're not going to want to get out and transition against this Rocket team. I would assume that they're going to want to play a slower, more methodical game, um, which would make perfect sense. And if they do that, I think they'll win the game. But but when I look at last year versus this year, I think the Jazz are a better team overall. But that athleticism piece still really is 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 lacking, and, and that's going to be concerning when you play teams like you know the Kings and the Rockets and all these young, upstart, athletic teams. So that's something to watch for tonight. Yeah, and I, I think you have a lot of a lot of young upstart teams. And the interesting thing that I think we've seen so far this year, and I think this very much applies to the Jazz, is that you don't know who the elite of the elite are yet. Like I, I think when we look at the Lakers, Brooklyn, Phoenix, um, like we haven't seen very many teams playing their best basketball. And I don't I don't know why that is. Um you know, in the in the very secretive lockdown pre-show meeting here on the Monty Show, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, classified special shit. Uh, you had some. <laughs> <laughs> you had. I, I thought you had an interesting point about that. Even though this season the NBA is back on schedule, there are very there there are very many teams and very many guys who simply are not in their routine <clears throat> or back on schedule. Yeah, well, because I think it's been an interesting couple of seasons, and those seasons tend to add up. So, I mean, you look at. You look at the bubble season, number one, and then you look at how short the offseason was after that bubble season. So, like, the Jazz, if we all remember, you know, had played the Nuggets and, and got eliminated. And then you have a really short offseason after the bubble, and you head right into the next season. So, right there, your timing's already off. You only had a couple of weeks off there. Then, then last season... You play a long, long season. You get to the second round, like you're grinding it out, and and you get eliminated. And then what do we have? We're now getting back on track with regular NBA timing, but still, it's not like you had a really long, methodical off season like you typically would. You you had a a, a six to eight week off season, which really, you know, is not that much time when you think about it, especially in an Olympic year. So. So then you take all those things, you add those up, and you start to look at guys like, you know, Dame, you know, guy, like other, like there's a bunch of guys around the league. Like I look at the Lakers squad, you know, having some trouble right now. I look at James Harden, who's really struggling. 
Like you have stars in the league who are struggling, and that's because of the Olympic year and the in in the difference in offseason timing. So if you had an injury, like let's say James Harden, you're you're spending five weeks, you know, getting your hamstring right, Mike Conley. You know, you're yeah, it's gonna take you probably ten to fifteen games to get your feet back under you. So I think that's what we're seeing right now. But that said, with the Utah Jazz, I still think they're playing solid basketball, and they still have better basketball yet to be played. That's the thing. They still have not played their best basketball yet. So, so yeah, I think the timing of these offseasons has been uh, has not been ideal, and I think we're just seeing that right now. So I guess the real takeaway is what you see right now won't def- won't won't define what this season will hold at the end of the year. This is a lot of teams just kind of getting warmed up, I guess. Well, and I think the thing that comes to mind for me, and I guess this is how I would wrap this question before we get into this game tonight, but the thing that comes to mind for me is that you have Donovan Mitchell not nearly playing his best basketball. I mean, I think you're seeing a guy um, who's not nearly 100% um, of his game anyway. Physically, he looks great. But I think it just takes time to get back to being who you are. And, And James Harden is openly talking about this. Like with his hamstring, he had multiple grade two hamstring uh, injuries last year so he didn't get to play all summer long like you didn't see Donovan Mitchell playing in scrimmages you didn't see you know James Harden playing in scrimmages like you usually do because they're recovering from injuries so you see them taking part in one-on-one work or drills um, but playing in a game is very different and when you play in the NBA and you're not a hundred percent and and part of that by the way is is more mental than physical I think it takes time to get back to who you are because you see Donovan Mitchell, you know, sometimes it looks like he lands a little gingerly and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm fine. I think there's a lot of that mental toll and how painful that ankle was last year that Don's just not quite simply 100% over. Yeah. So I think that takes time. And then you look at a matchup like you have tonight. I think tonight is going to be a very, very difficult night for the Utah Jazz. I mean, this Rockets team – and again, because I have no life and yeah, frankly, I just, all I do is eat chips and watch NBA games. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of this Houston Rockets team this year and they are much improved. They are very much improved. And you look at the way they play ba- basketball, Jake, I think the Houston Rockets are going to be a handful for the Jazz. Yeah, I mean, the the, the thing that's going to decide this game, I, and really it's two things. So number one, like I was just saying before, the Utah Jazz ability to shoot the basketball is is going to like to shoot the three ball rather is going to be a big factor in whether this is a one possession game going to the fourth quarter or a ten point lead going to the fourth quarter. Okay, so that's number one. But number two, in this, if you're a Jazz fan, is what I'd really be looking for tonight, especially early on when the players are fresh, um, is how how much emphasis are the Rockets putting on pushing the pace and getting up the floor quickly before Rudy gets down to rim protect. Because because if you think about it, if you're the Rockets, you know that this Utah Jazz team is better than you, and you know that Rudy Gobert is a fierce rim protector. You know he's someone that you have to deal with. And so what what I I won't be surprised if tonight the the Rockets roll out and they're looking to push the pace and get some easy buckets in transition. Um I think that the other thing too is like when they're playing half court basketball like how does Quinn position Rudy to make sure that he can help? You know, how do they, how do they play the cat and mouse game of, of the Houston Rockets wing players being able to get by, 
you know, bogey or whoever tends to be playing that position. And how does Gobert get to to help? Because that's gonna like he's gonna have to help yes. tonight. That's gotta yes. happen tonight, or or it's not gonna end well for the Jazz. So I think those are the little games within the game that you got to be looking for because that ultimately is what's going to decide things. Are the Rockets getting to the rack consistently? Um, is Rudy consistently putting pressure on them and pushing them out? And are the Utah Jazz shooting the three ball at a high percentage? Because the other night, I think, what did we say they were? Like 13 of whatever it was, like 13 of 30 They shot 30, 30% the other night. Yeah, yeah, so like they didn't shoot well the other night. So they need to shoot well and they need to play good help defense tonight to win this game. Yeah, I think if you are the if you are the Utah Jazz, you're watching that Rockets Mavericks tape from the other night because I think that's very indicative of who this Houston Rockets team is. Mm -hmm. They're going to compete against everybody they play, and if you are on the uh, if you are on the road at what is it Toyota Center in Houston, yeah, you're going to have your hands full. And, and and I look at the fact that you get performances out of you know, really seven guys on that Rockets team mm. and not one of them is probably 15 years old, but <laughs> I mean, you look at like Kevin Porter jr. Yeah. I, I think we don't even know what kind of player he is yet. That's how little we know about Kevin Porter jr. Mm -hmm. Because he's so, I mean, he's played so little basketball because he's a nutcase, frankly, he is, but now that you're seeing him kind of calm down emotionally and he spent his entire summer in, in New York with Chris Brickley, you're seeing a very, very much improved player in Kevin Porter Jr. That, frankly, I think I look, at, I look at these guards in Houston, and I ask myself, who do the Jazz have to match up? Okay, well, you know, if, if, you, if you look at it, you're probably, you're probably putting Don um, on Jalen Green, I would think, mm -hmm. right? Well, that's a really tough matchup. Okay, well, now you're probably going to put Mike Conley on Kevin Porter Jr. Hey, that's a very difficult matchup. And that's not a criticism of Don or Conley. That's, no, that's literally no. a, a, almost an impossible matchup for anybody in the league right now. Because I, I think the thing that's so difficult is you you look at Kevin Porter's body. The guy's 6'4", 200 pounds. Yeah. But he plays much more physically than that. Um, and you're looking at a guy that's going to give you 14 points and four boards a night. That, those two guys together are very difficult for the Jazz. And I, I look at Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert's a better center than Christian Wood is right now. Yep. But by how much mm -hmm. uh, on the on the you know, it, on the offensive end, like how how much better is he? Listen, speed is what you're looking for tonight, right? What do we what do we know about this jazz team? We know that they do well against teams who are a little bit slower and a little bit more methodical, right? The matchup it, it favors the Jazz more. But yes. then you know, when you're playing a team that's looking to get out in transition and, and really looking to push the pace, that's not as good of a matchup for the Jazz. And so that's why I say, you know, when we talk about, hey, how well are they going to shoot from three? Think about the repercussion uh, for for missing a three. What does that typically lead to? A long rebound with one pass to get to the other end. And that you can't have that tonight. That You're just not going to be able to – Stop them. Nobody has shown the ability in the league yet to stop this Houston Rockets team. So, again, well, with all, and they, they rebound really well. They do because they're athletic. They can out-jump you. So. And they play Tice and Wood together in their starting five, or they have the last couple of games. Yeah. So, you're getting, you know, you're getting, I mean, you're getting a double-double every night out of Wood. Um, you know, Tice, you can take him or leave him. He, 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 against the Jazz, he's probably a 10-10 and 10 guy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's all they need from him to be because he probably only plays 25 minutes for them. Right. And then, you know, you, you look at Eric Gordon off their bench, he's still an elite three point shooter. Um, you know, you, you look at what you get, you know, from Daniel house jr. Or, you know, DJ Augustine, like they have, they have depth and they run a lot. So I'm interested to see, cause this, this jazz team loves to play up tempo basketball right they like to get up and down because what does that lead to that leads to open threes mm -hmm. but the question is how much jordan clarkson do we see tonight because my quite guess is you're going to see quite a bit of jordan clarkson yeah. tonight i would think um because i think you're going to see less joe ingles and less boyan bogdanovich tonight yeah and i would think that that means that you're going to see a lot more rotational players off the bench i would love to see um you know, a lot of Jared Butler. I'd love to see a lot of Jordan Clarkson tonight. Agreed. Um, I, I think a lot of Hassan Whiteside tonight. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you're going to see them get up and down because don't forget that in, in, you know, you look down the next five days, the Bulls and Bucks are waiting for you, you know? So yep. I, I think tonight's going to be fascinating. If you, if, you know, if you, if you're going to watch a jazz game, I would, I would absolutely tell you to make sure you don't miss this game. Yeah. Six o'clock. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be telling if, and again, the number is the Jazz are favored by nine, two twenty-two and a half is a number on this game. Yeah. I think it goes way over the two twenty-two. Yeah. So I, this is gonna, this is definitely gonna be a high-scoring affair. I mean, yeah. I, I just, this is not gonna be a defensive matchup. This is a, this is a matchup where I would expect, like, don't be surprised tonight if the Jazz take, you know, forty-five, maybe even fifty-threes tonight. Don't be surprised. That's that's the kind of game you're gonna be playing tonight. So that is that's what I'd be looking for, and I think. Again, I know everyone's probably in the comments calling us idiots or not smart, but I'm telling you, this Houston Rockets team is is not a cakewalk, man. I know they're not they're not the best team in the league. They're definitely not better than the Jazz, but I think that the athleticism and the ability to get up and down in the NBA is lethal, and it's tough to stop. Uh, Jeremy Bolton's in. He wants to know how many minutes Jaron Hall is going to play tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, man. You I'm know, kidding. I'm not he sure. Never, he never said that. He never said I, I made that up. Oh, you made that up. Okay. I made that up. Okay. No. All right. Uh, Cody Strickland says last night almost every game went for the Jazz, but the Timberwolves game. Last night. Uh, James Knight said, Good day, lads. Good day, Mike. <laughs> um, how about those Lakers, Monty? And your man Monk came up big in the clutch. Well, they melted down last night. Yeah. But I think the Lakers are a pretty interesting example of this. Mm -hmm. So you backstopped injuries, and now you have an injury in LeBron James. And the second half was maybe the worst half of basketball I've ever seen the Lakers play. After the street closed Davis. He was excellent last night. Mm -hmm. He was excellent again. Now, again, he was laying on the floor writhing in pain last night because his contact popped out. That's every day. You know. Right. Um, I'm not allowed to make female body part jokes anymore. But the point is... Um, that Anthony Davis was on the floor crying again, um, but he put up 30 points. Now, this whole thing with Russell Westbrook at the end of the game, you need to get over it. I mean, it, there, there was five seconds to go. You're up. You're trailing by five. You throw the ball away, and OKC has every reason to dunk the ball. Yeah. You don't want him to dunk the ball. Don't throw a terrible inbound pass. <laughs> it's just my opinion. Uh, James Harden isn't doing well because the change on the rule for him playing plenty. No, there's not. This rule change is not why James Harden's not doing well. And I loved, it was so funny to me, three members that, of the media that cover the Utah Jazz 
There was a video of James Harden essentially looking for a foul and he didn't get it last night. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, uh, these three members of the Jazz media tweeted out saying, oh, this is so such good news. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, well, you realize that the Jazz are maybe the worst offenders at complaining to the officials. You understand that, right? Like Rudy Gobert, literally, it was to the point the other night that you have Donovan Mitchell walk up to Rudy Gobert and tell him, hey, you need to calm down because he's yelling and screaming at the officials on a foul where Rudy absolutely committed the foul. Yeah. Without question. Forearm in the back and then a rake of the arm and you're complaining to the officials. Yep. Like that's the stuff that kills me, right? Does James Harden flop? Yeah, but so does everybody else. I mean, it like, and the, the thing that kills me is people that pick on James Harden you don't have to like James Harden. He's a guy that by the end of this year is going to have multiple 40, 35, 45, 50-point games. He's going to figure it out. And if you could have James Harden on your team, you'd absolutely take him. In a second. Without even hesitation. If today you could replace James Harden with Mike Conley, you or uh, Mike Conley with James Harden, you'd do that in a second. And it, I'm telling you, like, all of this hate for James Harden, I, I love it. Because I don't even like James Harden. He's not nearly one of my favorite no, players. you've been a noted James Harden hater, for sure. But you have to respect his game. Yeah, I so here's my thoughts on the new rules. I, I, I think I do agree that it is good for the league. I think the league had gotten to a point where a lot of guys were just uh, manufacturing fouls. I agree. So, like, Harden, Curry... Um, KD, like all the best players in the league were doing it, which is why they're the best players in the league, right? They know how to exploit the rules. Yeah, the and, Kevin Durant arms swing yeah, through. Yeah, the, the swing and, through. And, you know, so you've got, you know, this goes all the way back to Kobe times. I mean, Kobe was notorious for this stuff. So, you know, I just think that, you know, is it good for the league? Yeah, I think it's good for the league. However, however, I don't think we should be hating on guys, you know, because they're not getting the foul call or, you know, the the whole not this year X player, you know, not this year stuff. Like, the problem is, is not this year for your team. It's probably just another year for your team. Even though the rules change, your team probably isn't going to win a championship. And that's just the facts yeah. of the case. The there's, best players in the league will take over. There's two, three teams in this league every year that can win a championship. Yeah. So, so I, I, I just think the James Harden vitriol People is, hate him because of, because of how Houston ended – and because he went to the nuts, that that's why that's why people hate. I think people are. hate him because he's very good. And yes, he got he he draws a lot of fouls. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't know. I I think it. I think the NBA is one of the most difficult sports in the world to officiate. Yeah. And I think no matter what, people are going to complain about the officiating. And it the best teams in the league have one guy that talks to the officials. The Lakers, LeBron talks to the officials all the time. You don't see three, four guys, although it's interesting, you know, Russ last night melting down. I, I think the Lakers have a are, are a work in progress. Yeah. That team, is it's just going to take time. And having LeBron out of the lineup with this ankle thing is not helping because chemistry-wise, I look at the Phoenix Suns, and I think it's wear and tear. I think it's absolutely miles on the tires as to why the Suns are not playing well because Devin Booker looks great. Yeah. But Devin Booker's also, you know, a young guy that's in phenomenal shape. 
So playing in the NBA finals and then the Olympics and then spending all, you know, he, he spent like 45 days doing nothing. Yeah. And then he got right back to work. Which for a body of that caliber is more than enough time. Yeah. So I think he's playing well. The Suns are not. And a lot of it is Chris Paul has just got no lift right now. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I think the league is, is absolutely evolving. But when you look at everybody, you know, they, like how many people on this show said the Warriors were trash? Well, you might want to go back and rethink that because Steph Curry's playing pretty freaking amazing basketball. MVP right level now. basketball. I mean, the Hesse that Devin Booker dropped last night, Dude. my God. <laughs> I, I mean. And that's what makes the NBA great. And that's why so, I say the league is going to get better as the year goes on. And, and that's why for, you know, if we take this back to the original question about, you know, better than last year. Yes, better than last year. However, everybody else is better than last year too. So at the yeah. end of the day, when you when we're when we look at the record and everyone thinks this team's gonna win fifty five games, we'll see if that's the case. You know, yeah, are they capable? Absolutely. But also just remember, you know, you've got all these teams like the Clippers and the Nuggets and the Suns and the Lakers and even the Blazers on certain nights that are very good. The Western Conference is deep. You did you know? see that three? You probably didn't, but did you see the three that uh, Dame hit last night? I didn't. Contested from like 600 feet. Um, the game was over, and he walked out into the parking lot and hit a three. Um, I mean, he that guy. Range. I, yeah. But, you know, it's in. I guess Cody Strickland and I will disagree. Um, he says half of Harden's points came from the free throw line, foul shot, and now he needs to play like a real player now to get those points. Okay, well, I'm going to say that no, half his points didn't come from the free throw line. And I'm going to say that when James Harden is missing wide open, like push and teardrops, you can see he doesn't, he's not physically well. Like you can see that he is rusty. And when he's bricking three point shots on a regular basis in October, when this is a guy who waits until June to brick three point shots, um, I would tell you that he's not right. And yeah. stomping on James Harden's grave is probably not your smartest basketball decision. Because I'm, I, and hey, Cody, you could be right. Maybe I'm an idiot. Not you. You already know I don't watch jazz games, right? So obviously, what I'm telling you is count. You know, like counting the days until James Harden's dead. It's going to take you a while, because the the guy is a special player. I don't like. I'm not a James Harden guy. I'm telling you, he's a special player. He, having the the problem with the Nets right now is this Kyrie thing is hanging over them. And they, they are asked about it. Like last night, two straight questions. Would you have won this game with Kyrie Irving? And and, and I just don't know what you're waiting for. Trade the guy. You, you cannot have this thing hanging over your head. Agreed. Because you you're not going to win games until – like there's so much drama around the Lakers and the Nets. That's why they're not winning games. Yeah. Like talent is never going to be their issue. It's The Lakers and the Nets are talented than just about every other roster in the league. Yep. And they're still not winning games. And it's because of drama. And you can't have drama. Like, this is what we talked about with Russell Westbrook. Yes. He's a drama queen. He is. He is going to be. Last night's perfect example. He is noisy every single day. And it wears on teams. And that's why he hops around the league. That's why, that's like, he tried to convince Bradley Beal to leave Washington. That's why he's not in Washington anymore. Like, we can all tell this cool story about how Russell Westbrook wanted to go home and play for the Lakers and. He, he he legit tried to get Bradley Beal to leave the Washington Wizards. Mm -hmm. Like that, you just don't – yeah, he's a problem. 
But we'll see what happens. I don't know. Bolton says, uh, Jeremy Bolton says, sup. Good to see you alive this morning after, honey, put you to task yesterday. Yeah, the beating and last night And as you can was, see, I'm going through some shit right yeah, now. Yeah, like the beating last night was pretty amazing. You know. Um, let's see. You been snunked, says Oyo Guisimadi. Okay. Uh, I think I think that bro, means, what are you talking about? That means man? Monty, you're amazing. I agree. Um, you know. Brandon Whiteside says Brickley overrated. Don worked with him and now can't shoot. Hughes worked with him and can't get on the court. Yeah, Chris Brickley's overrated. Yeah, Don can't shoot. Come on, guy. Come on. Well, so Stop. what was last year with Donovan shooting? Yeah, because he worked with Brickley last year. Donovan Mitchell's worked for Chris Brick with Chris Brickley for years. So and Elijah Hughes it can't get on the floor because he's not better than the guys in front of him. Okay, Elijah Hughes, who are you going to take off the floor to play Elijah Hughes? This is the same conversation we had about Azubuki when everybody was like, oh, you guys are idiots. Doke is going to play. Oh, he's dominating Summer League. Look at him dunk. Okay, so in st Elijah Hughes instead of your mom. Because I don't see Elijah Hughes playing instead of anybody right now. Because he's not going to get guard minutes. And how are you? Are you going to play Elijah Hughes or Joe Ingles? I'm going to play Joe Ingles. An experienced guy that knocks down the three. I'm going to play Joe Ingles. Right? Like, I, I mean, who? I don't. Anyway. Hi. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, howdy, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Uh, good to see you, Greg. Jeremy Bolton says, isn't Clarkson going to be suspended tonight after leaving the bench during the scuffle with Whiteside? I don't know. There's, I saw a lot of that. Who the hell knows? But I mean, wouldn't you have? Wouldn't they have made that? Yeah, that, decision that already? announcement would have been made already. If it I, was and, and, and I mean, unless I missed it, if somebody wants to correct me, please feel free. Um, I haven't. I, I don't think that he's suspended. I I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, I I would think that that would have come down already. Just a quick cursory search uh, would tell you that no, he's not suspended. So I would think we would have known about that already, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, last night, Memphis lost, Clippers lost, Lakers lost, Suns lost, Bucks lost, and Nets lost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, you want to talk about going through some mess. Yeah. The NBA is going through some mess. James Knight says James Harden's not playing well because he's fat. That could be. I mean, you know, you, know. you may not be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Illert Ginnick. Hey, Illert Ginnick. Illert Ginnick. Says O'Neal. Okay. You're saying that you'd play Elijah Hughes instead of Royce O'Neal. Okay. I mean, I think I would play Trent Forrest instead of Royce O'Neal, which by the way, for once amazing. And just as soon as you think you've seen everything mm -hmm. and are you going to, you, yeah, okay? dude, it's yeah. Thursday. It's been a long week. You, you okay. I'm fine. Uh, just anyway, keep going. Yeah, my bad. Um, when you think you've seen everything, when you think cancer's been cured, when you think that global warming and global hunger has gone, then jazz fans agree with you that you should play Trent Forrest instead of Royce O'Neal. Bet you weren't expecting this one. No, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy cow. Finally, I feel like, you know what? I feel like I'm vindicated. I feel like a whistleblower who's like finally gotten justice. Really? Right? Like Royce O'Neal sucks. Like he's just not very good. So get your facts straight. He's Royce O'Neal's very sus. Donnie. Yes. Why are you using sus? Because sus is a great word. I really don't care if you think it's sus. Yeah, Royce O'Neal's three-point shot, yeah, it's sus. Um, I'm telling you that Royce O'Neal's overrated. It, like, I, I, yeah. Because it's garbage. Yeah. 
It is. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, it is, but whatever. Uh, James Jensen says the defense is salivating at the mouth they get to play at the mouth they get to play now. Okay. Uh, Brandon Whiteside says started listening to the Whistleblower podcast with former ref Tim Donaghy, who's been on our show like thousands times. of times. Yeah, I know Tim pretty well. Um, Eric C says should be a good game for the Jazz to get back into rhythm. I'm telling you guys, you are undervaluing how difficult it's going to be for the Jazz to go to Houston and win tonight. Like, are we making too much of the Rockets? I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, I, I think the Jazz will win the game. I've I said, think so, I've too. I've said that repeatedly. Um, but I think it's going to be tight. I don't think this is a 20-point win. Um, Spencer Morgan. Oh, man, Spence. Why didn't I think of this? Right. Spencer Morgan. Bench Royce O'Neal and put in Jacob Conover. He's the next Michael Jordan. And kick a person when he's down. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says Conover plays against Houston. He's 30-30-30 triple-double. Hey. James Knight said, if you're playing Trent Forrest in front of O'Neal, he needs to be traded. Yep. You know. Needs to be traded right now. I would tell you that Royce O'Neal should have been traded at the deadline last I year. I mean, but... what did you guys eat for breakfast today? I mean, all of a sudden you're agreeing with us on everything. Yeah, when everybody. did, I mean, when, when did when everybody did, get I mean, on the Monty train with Royce O'Neal? Yeah, I mean, that wasn't yesterday. When, yeah, when did this happen? I don't know. How much peyote did you guys not smoke but ingest yesterday? What's an erection? Like, you know what? Okay, peyote doesn't cause erections. Uh, anyway, the point is, is it the new Viagra? Uh, ask Phil Jackson. All wow. I'm saying, you know, all I'm asking is Royce O'Neal is the guy you're going to upgrade on this team. That's what I'm saying. Just saying. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think the Jazz are going to lose this game. What I'm telling you is, you're going to. The Rockets are going to dunk a, a lot. lot. A the, lot. The Rockets are going to. And get they're going to gonna run a lot. And you know, I, I I think it's one of these things where you get exposed. And the problem with games like tonight is it it puts bad things on tape you know like I think we saw um until you know Nikola Jokic former fat guy who's now thin like banged his knee and god that looked like it hurt the Rudy so bad dude but what did he do I I think he kind of exposed Rudy Gobert as a guy that hey if you can get him away from the rim head fake him and then go to the basket oh wait let me stop on a dime because you know he's going to trail block me pump fake spin Rudy's going to start doing like pirouettes like a ballerina and he's going to get a layup yeah like it, I don't understand why guards want to continue to pump fake blow by Rudy and then think they can just softly lay it up <laughs> excellent strategy sir yeah for Rudy Gobert it is because he's going to block that shot every time so I, the problem with games like tonight is the Jazz will their lack of athleticism will be on display they're going to win the game I might they may even cover the nine um, but you're going to see a lack of athleticism from the Jazz tonight compared to the Rockets because that team's young. They've got thoroughbreds that can get out and get the job done. Yep. You know, like it, yes. it's there are just going to be certain teams, and most of them are young, crappy teams, thankfully, um, that the Jazz don't match up well with in this league because those teams are all teams that love to get out. They're AAU teams. You know, like, again, I'll point to Minnesota last year. I'll point to the Rockets They're this year. They're AAU teams. Yeah, they are. Like, I do not want to see, if I'm the Utah Jazz, please don't ever make me play the Charlotte Hornets because that's a team that gets out and just Yo, they plays will, a track. They game. will lose to that team. Yeah, that that's a track. Like, I'm just saying, if Aaron Gordon blew you up, what's Miles Bridges going to do? Yeah. And Miles Bridges doesn't shoot the three all that well. And he's not scared to go up and try and dunk on Rudy. Yeah, oh, for for certain. And that those are the teams that give you trouble. When you have guys like, and this is what I say about the Bulls, and everybody yesterday in the in the comments was like, oh, you said the Bulls are going to go undefeated and win a championship. 
Okay, yeah, I did say that, but my point is... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. should get your hearing checked. The point is, you look at, like, the Bulls. The game, the game against the Bulls is going to be very difficult for the Jazz. A, it's on the road. And B, when you look at what's going on in Chicago right now, like, watch them against the Knicks tonight. If, if, you're, if, you are, if you're a Jazz fan, you should be watching Bulls and Knicks tonight. Because it's a it's a really good example, and that might be the TNT game, by the way. Um, but it's a really good example of how the the Jazz need to be playing athletically. You need to get up and down the floor, shoot the three well, but have a, a really good mid-range player. Yeah. And the Jazz have that. They just stylistically right now, for some reason, have stopped shooting the three as much as they were shooting it last year. And I, I think part of that is the mid-range revolution that you're seeing out of guys like Giannis, who, by the way, very quietly, am I the only one who, who noticed that Giannis has become a, a, a pretty elite mid-range player? Yeah, he can shoot the ball now. Yeah, like that, that he showed elbow up, He jumper, showed up with a jump shot somehow. Yeah, that elbow jumper that he's making, it, it's over. It, he just give the guy the MVP trophy. Yeah, I mean every he's year. also got the three though. I mean he's he's more than happy and comfortable to take that three now. I'm not saying he's high percentage, but he's not going to hesitate anymore. He just takes it. Yeah, I, I think it is that Bulls Knicks games on uh, NBA TV. By the way, I'm telling you, it's good for the league that these two teams are better. That the Bulls, oh, yeah. the Knicks. I mean the Celtics aren't really better, but you know they're still the Celtics. You know, I, it is the league is in a good spot right now, no doubt. Okay, did I miss something? Like, isn't Turner doing Tuesday Thursday? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I, I thought TNT I, I just, was doing Tuesday, listen, Thursday. I just turn the TV on and find the channel. Yeah. That's all I do. Who do you like on NBA? Like, are you more of a TNT guy or are you an ESPN guy? TNT, for sure. For I, sure. I love TNT, uh, or what is it, NBA on TNT? Yes. With the four of them. And then um, Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan's. Reggie Miller. I, I love the Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller broadcast. I yeah. ESPN. So I love Doris Burke, but I don't love her as a color commentator. I love Doris Burke interviewing guys, being the sideline reporter. She is elite at that. But as a color commentator, I'm not as big of a fan. Um, it's a little too slow for me. It's a little too low key, but she does a good job. Well, you know? But this is the conversation that has no good outcome, though. Right. ESPN ha very clearly has an initiative to put forward opportunities for, for – you know, women and minority women in sports. And I have no issue with that. No, I, I think. But I think there's a lot of pain that comes with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, like on SportsCenter right now, oftentimes we'll have SportsCenter on in the background in the vaunted pre-show meeting. Yeah. And they mispronounce names and they, you know, are playing the wrong highlight and reading the wrong thing. And, and so you just know that the talent at ESPN is a bit young right now. So you know that mistakes are going to be made. However... Um, on the NBA, there is pretty much nothing better than the Christmas Day game on ABC. Nothing. Let's just be honest about it. So, you know, that needless to say, on your average weekday night, I do prefer Reggie and Kevin. But on the holiday special feel warm and fuzzy stuff, I prefer ABC. Yeah, that's what I prefer. I would agree. Um, Mark says you're saying the Bulls are better than the, the Jazz. You're an idiot. I OK. First of all, a you got filtered for that because that's a stupid comment. I, why is it so hard for people to comprehend the English language? Neither one of us said the Jazz are going to lose to the Bulls or the Rockets or the Rockets. 
What I said was, stylistically, the Bulls and the Rockets present problems for the Utah Jazz. That's what I said. I never said the Bulls are better than the Jazz. At the end of the season, I don't think the Bulls are going to finish with a better record than the Jazz. I don't. So, yeah, anyways. Illert Ganick says, I don't believe Chicago Bulls is better than the Utah Jazz. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, man, if the Jazz play Houston, Chicago, Charlotte, the Warriors, Lakers, T-Wolves, Nets, Suns, Cavs, and your mom, they're going to lose. Probably. I mean, they lost to the Suns last year. I just, people, you, you can't just say, oh, well, it's the Bulls, the Jazz are going to blow them out. You can't say that anymore because these teams have gotten better. Like, yep. And I get that not everybody watches. I, I, I would assume, and tell me if I'm wrong, this is just an assumption, I would assume that everybody who listens to this show probably doesn't watch as much basketball as we do. I mean, we watch kind of a ridiculous amount of basketball. And Mrs. Monty hates the NBA. Yeah, so, like, you know, it's this whole situation where, you know, we're watching these teams on a nightly basis. We know what their weaknesses are. We know where they're going to make mistakes, and we know where they're going to be strong, you know? It's like with the Jazz, what we always talk about. They are not good with athleticism. They have trouble keeping up with fast teams. However... They play great defense, uh, and they shoot the three ball well, which typically will lead to wins. Yeah. So we never said that they were going to lose to these teams, but we did say it was going to be tough games. I, I don't know why why this is so hard to, to understand. James Jensen says Chicago hasn't played anyone yet. Will it have the Jazz? Not really. I mean, you, you played the Nuggets, but without Nikola Jokic for anything but 15 minutes in that game. Like, it, it it's October. Are we really crowning championships in October? Who's the best team in the NBA right now on October 28th? It's the fucking Bulls. The Bulls are playing better basketball than just about anybody else. Yeah. Why is that so hard to digest? Like, I, I that I don't understand. Like, are the Jazz one of the best teams in the NBA? Yeah, I think so. Ask me after the the the, the Bulls and Bucks trip here. Then you're going to know. Like, are you going to Milwaukee to win a game or are you going to Milwaukee to die? That's the isn't that the last game on the trip? Like that's going to be a very so, difficult yeah. trick to turn. Like I just think we 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 jazz fans tend to get real bitter. They, they do. They tend to get real bitter on us, and there's no need for that. They do. I mean, I I think the Jazz have a really good schedule, um, that helps them a lot. They're going to play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Bulls and Bucks back to back, um, and then you come home Tuesday for Sacramento before you go on another insane trip. That's Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Atlanta, Miami, Orlando. And then, oh, by the way, you come right back home for Atlanta, Indiana, Miami, Philly, Toronto. So, like, you have a you have a good schedule with good breaks in there. I mean, the Jazz probably – I mean, I have to think the Jazz, the Jazz will probably be the first team to 20 wins. Mm -hmm. I would think so. But who knows? We'll see. I, I, I just think the Jazz have to find who they are to kind of put a bow around this. The, the, te the teams that are going to be at the top of the NBA have to find who they are. Yeah. The Nets, the Lakers, the Clippers, how are they going to, you know, when is Kawhi going to be back? Um, you know, like when is Klay Thompson going to be back for Golden Jamal State? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray for Denver. Like when are these guys going to be back? That's when, when, when we get to Christmas, I'm guessing these teams still are not who they're going to be. So I, I think it, I think it just takes time. Best team in the NBA right now, though, I, I have no doubt. I feel very strongly. It's either the Bucs or the Bulls. I mean, because the Bucs, by the way, are playing great basketball as well. Yeah, I, I think what 
so I think what's happening here is people, when you say, hey, who's the best team in the NBA, they're, they're taking that to mean that you think that the Bulls are just an outright better team than the Jazz. And that's not what that means. No. What we're saying is that, you know, today, who like a better way to phrase the question would be who's playing the best basketball right now. And that would be the Bulls. They are playing the best basketball right Isn't now. Isn't that what I said? I think I said playing the best basketball. Okay, well, I'm telling you people are confused. Well, so like I said, you shouldn't ingest peyote. Uh, did Bojan injure his wrist again? Now nah, he's battling a shoulder, but he's always hurt, dude. He doesn't look like the same guy. He's one guy that I would, uh, and we, I know we say this pretty much every day, but I keep an eye on Boyan Bogdanovich. The guy is always dealing with something. He always plays, but he's always dealing with something. And Eric's asking for a Bojan drop. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Teddy Wayman says, bowls are playing really good ball. Going to be tough for the jazz to beat them. Spencer says there are maybe four basement teams this year that you can go into assuming a win, and Houston would be one of those, even though they're very athletic and pose unique problems for the Jazz. I would think that you would assume that you would just mark this as a win. Bojan. Yeah, but Bojan's got to play well. Bojan uh, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Uh, I think that you're going to have to you're going to have to work for this win tonight. You know, they, like they're giving you nothing. Um, Jeremy Bolton says, "Too bad those smoking shoes are ruined by that sad excuse for a mascot." He's talking about Swoop. Did somebody mention the shoes? Uh, oh, yeah. MGTV says, I like those shoes you have under the uh, the Nerf hoop. Those are uh, Air Jordan 6 Bordeaux that Jake doesn't own. I do. Yeah. But if you look on my, uh, by the way, the Twitter uh, feed, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, Jake's actually got some. Uh, Air Jordan 1 Low All-Stars. They're pimping. All black. Patent, patent leather. leather. Let's go. Let's go. It, the Jordan game's been good to us lately. Yeah. It's been pretty good. And then that one low comes out today. Oh, is it that today? We're, that we're going to lose. Uh, will Luca's mom be back? Yeah, James, I'm not sure. From what I understand, she's got a hip issue and she walks Whatever. with a limp. Um, you know, do you guys even watch jazz games? No. Nah, we don't. We don't. Um, not at all. Nope. I love that that's become like a joke on this show. Do you know what that's like these days? Yeah. I mean, who's got time to watch jazz games? I don't. I mean, the real housewives of Salt Lake City are on. Come yeah, on. Come on. I want to thank me. Yeah. Uh, I hear they are giving uh, Caruso the number 23 in Chicago. That's what I heard too, man. And he's also wearing the headband, so you know. Because you said he's the best player ever, right? Yeah, he's I'm the like, best player ever. Like we're gonna replace this Jordan poster with a Caruso poster, In right? My eyes, he's the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, uh, do we have to get you like a Caruso fathead? Yeah, to put we may. You? I mean, we may have to start I mean, adding more fatheads. You know, there's some room behind you there next to Bake. We we may we bake, get the the listen, Caruso fathead. Bake, bake might have to come off the wall, man. He's having a bad season. Thursday night football tonight. After you hit subscribe, and by the way, a give us a thumbs up um appreciate that it really helps the channel grow and then uh, give us a subscribe and you could win this xbox series s that was also a raging debate that turned out out of nowhere yesterday ah oh, well, here's why i want a disc i want to play super mario brothers well, that's they... cute i remember when i had my first beer get a wee 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 now we're going to give you an xbox series s um 120 frame weights per second i mean what more do you need to know 512 gigs of solid state drive erection um take a picture that you're subscribed to the Monty show on youtube uh tag us on twitter instagram or tiktok the Monty show m-o-n-t-y the Monty show and you have to do us both whoa that came out wrong whoa slc supercars <laughs> slc supercars tyler p says they ask you that because sometimes your takes aren't close ask us what okay so 
He, let's play this game. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's I'm do it. open to this. What takes do I have that aren't close or that Jake has that aren't close? Yeah, let's hear some of them. Because I'm, I'm loved. I love to open this because I, I will. We don't often. Well, we do every day. <laughs> say we told you so. But you, <laughs> it's going to be pretty tough to go back through the annals of history. The annals? Yeah, ass vacuum oh, of okay. history. Um, this is a code 10 yeah. Board. It's going to be back tough to go back the last 18 months and point to something we've been wrong on the Jazz. Yeah. Whether it was Dennis Lindsay getting fired, whether it was not making trades at the deadline, Rudy's contract. Told you the day he signed that contract, it you was know, a mistake. And everybody called us stupid. Now what does everybody say? Joe Barajas Wilson says, trade Royce Azubuki and some picks for Dylan Brooks. I would do that. I would. Dylan Brooks would be a nice addition. Jeremy Bolton says your Jaron Hall take is garbage. Okay, well, have we been wrong on that? Okay. So let's talk about Jaron Hall. Okay, let me preface this. So when you when in the comments, when you say, hey, this take or that take is garbage, I would like to hear a why. I want your yeah. opinion on it, not just what you know you disagree with. Not like a this is why, but Right. That's not that's that's BYU. But you just um You, you know. Anyway, um, so how have I been wrong on Jaron Hall? Because Jaron Hall was clearly playing injured, right? When we had the whole Conover Jaron Hall discussion, Jaron Hall was clearly <laughs> That's now made Jacob Conover into an NBA player, <laughs> right? A 30, 30, 30 NBA player. Um, but I don't think anybody disagrees that Jaron Hall is probably still injured. Just so you can go to pound town. Who's going to disagree that what, that Jaron Hall is an average passer of the football. Cause I mean, he is not nearly even the best quarterback in the state. Like, who's going to disagree with that? And how is how are you going to, you know, you know. Uh, Eric C. says, damn, what happened to Grocock? I don't know, dude. He, I mean, that, that tells you know. how good the Xbox is. Grocock came in here. Yeah. Stole the election, you know, got, got the voting machines rigged up and, uh, you know, took on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Eric C says, damn, what, or no, Greg Hawkins says, do you guys even watch BYU football? No, nah, we don't, dude. Not Does at all. Does BYU play football? I don't think so, honestly. I, I thought they I thought, I thought they were just AAU because all their players are like 35 years old. I could How be dumb wrong. do you think I am? You know, MGD, MGTV says, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a jazz fan. I'm a Donovan Mitchell fan, so I have to support the jazz just because. Well, the jazz are not a bad team to support. They're very good. <laughs> You're going to win more than Does that fall into the sus category? Yeah. Uh, Spencer Morgan, Monty take Friday before BSU game. BYU is four deep at quarterback. Am I wrong? I No, 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 wait. I never said they were four deep. I'm not the four deep guy. Go back and watch. I said they have four guys at quarterback, but you have a guy who hasn't played a snap of football. I would say they're definitely three deep. They're three deep. Yeah. Jaron, Baylor, and Baylor Conover. Romney, and Jacob Conover. Those three guys, my guess is those three guys walk into pretty much any school and they're no worse than the number two quarterback on our Remember, roster. Remember, Alabama was recruiting Jacob Conover. Like, yeah, yeah and not, all three yeah. of those guys, like I think Baylor Romney could go and start at just about any school. Baylor Romney starts at Utah. Baylor Romney certainly starts at Weber or Utah State. Baylor Romney probably doesn't start at UVU, though. Yeah. Probably doesn't start. Anyway, my point is, Baylor Romney probably would be – I don't know. I mean, like, he would start at pretty much any Pac-12 school. Maybe not UCLA, DTR. He would start at USC. He'd start at Arizona. Would he, he probably wouldn't start at Arizona State. 
Yeah, so he's probably nine out of twelve schools, ten out of twelve schools. Yeah. Like Baylor Romney's a really good quarterback. So I I have no problem saying that BYU's basically three deep. I mean, you have an unproven guy who's never taken a meaningful snap as your fourth quarterback. What's the disagreement though? This is what I'm trying to understand. What is the disagreement? Is it is a disagreement that they're three deep? Because they are yeah, three deep. They that's are three not, deep. That's not a question. Well, and you be snunked. Uh, made a really good point. He said they watch BYU hockey guys. Come on. Oh yeah. my bad. Fuck. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I, you should have told me we were talking about Conover the center, not yeah. Conover the quarterback. I see Coogs. I see Coogs. Let's yeah. go. Anyway, the point is. Come on. Casey says that BYU may not play football on Saturdays, but they have one hell of a development de- de- devotional every Tuesday afternoon. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, Jeremy Bolton says plus he single handedly beat Utah. Jeremy, why are you being like this today? Jeremy, please. Jeremy, t- I think Jeremy Bolton woke up with a flamethrower today. I I don't know. I'm a man. Thursday night football. Yeah. Uh, the Green Bay Packers at the Arizona Cardinals. Just Aaron um, Rodgers. Everybody else is hurt. Yeah, good. I hate Aaron Rodgers. And his, I'm with his family. I hate him. Um, I shouldn't say that. Uh, the Cardinals are six and a half points in this game. 50 points to number 620 Fox uh, and the NFL Network. So now you know that J.J. Watt, much like Chris Paul and Mike Conley, water's wet and J.J. Watt's out for the year. Um, <laughs> he is got. Is what it is. Damn. Is what it is. Uh, J.J. Watt's out for the year with a shoulder injury, likely. He's going to have surgery. He's likely <laughs> done for the year. Um, and I don't think the Arizona Cardinals miss a beat. Marcus Golden has given them very good pass rushing reps. Um, now, according to e- SPN. Adam Schefter. Schefterinator. Uh, in an email that he got from the Washington football team. Oh, okay. Uh, Adam Schefter's warning. <laughs> ah, come on, that was a little funny. Yeah, please respect my privacy. Um, you know, they're going to have Jones back for uh, uh, on the edge for Arizona. And I think that you are in a – you're in a pretty good spot here. I think they cover this number because with Green Bay without – Without Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, I think makes life very difficult for them. Yeah. They're going to have to they're going to have to dominate in the middle of the field. Their their tight ends are gonna have to be incredible. I think Jones is gonna have to have one of the best days, you know, running the football. And I think it's gonna be very difficult for Green Bay to win this game in Arizona. Uh yeah, do we do we happen to have the number? I didn't on on this game. Did we pull uh, that? Minus six and a half, as I just said for Arizona, the number yeah. is fifty. Okay, good. Yeah, so thanks for you should listen to the show. Yeah, thanks. Okay, cool. I'm listening now. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the deal. I think that the Cardinals are going to dominate this game. I think that this game on paper looks a lot closer than it is actually on the field. I think that the Packers are beat up, and I think that the Cardinals are playing good football. I don't actually think that losing J.J. Watt. Um, is that big of a blow to this team because they still have a ton of pass rushing talent. It's not like he was the only one and that was it. I mean, as all the guys you were just lining out, you're still going to be fine. So I don't know why everyone's making some big thing out of J.J. Watt. You knew this guy was going to miss time. So I don't understand why teams invest in players who are always injured. Dude, you're going to piss off Jazz fans. Okay, relax. Look, I, I – specifically J.J. Watt, you knew he was going to be hurt. and you Yeah, and you signed him. Like, A.J. Green, I can understand a little more. You needed, like, a teacher, a veteran. And he's been good. 
and he's he, but he's a guy you know is going to be injured all year, right? But you have a little more depth there. But JJ Watt was a huge investment. You owe him. I think he's got this year and next. It's like fifteen million bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, if you win a Super Bowl this year, which you're 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 doing quite well in that effort. I just don't. I don't know why teams continue to do that. I don't you know, know like. But the fact is, is I, I, I think they're going to dominate this game. I really do. I don't think that this is going to be particularly close. Uh, I think this is probably a, you know, this is 30 for the Cardinals, and I think probably 21 to 17 for the Packers. I just don't see the Packers going on the road to the to the best team in the league, no. you know, putting up 27 to 30 and being in this game. And if they do, it's going to be because the Cardinals make a bunch of mistakes on defense which they haven't done yet. They've been good defensively. So I just everything that I've seen so far on tape tells me the Cardinals will dominate this game. Ace's wife says, let me guess, you hate the Packers. Who knew? I, I do hate the Packers. Um, What's the like about the Packers, dude? I'm just Honestly, asking. What is to like? Tell me what's likable about the Green you've Bay got, Packers. You've got a garbage human being playing quarterback. Garbage. You know, you've got you've – got, they're just not likable, dude. Like, I mean, I mean, at least with the Cowboys, I can laugh at Jerry Jones and the way he eats his breakfast sandwich. Like, well, and Dak Prescott is an MVP candidate if he yeah, can play. You know, so like, I mean, I don't know what, what is. I just don't like anything about the Packers. It, they're just not likable. No, nothing. Who likes the Packers? Douche. God. Anyway, the point is, uh, I love the Arizona Cardinals tonight. I really do. By the way, did you see the update on your guy, hmm. Deshaun Watson? Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun Watson said yesterday, no, I will not play for Carolina, who had some like low-key interest in Deshaun Watson. Like They tried to be under the radar with it. Well, when you're trying to trade for a guy accused of 22 sexual assaults, I kind of think that's difficult to do. He said he will only approve a trade because he's got a full no trade. He will only approve a trade to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I understand that they have zero personal income tax there, state income tax. But, like, is he in any position to... He I thinks mean, he is. This is going to cost him... Millions. Well, beyond that, this is going to cost him at least a full season if he doesn't approve a trade. Yeah. I mean, that's you can never get that back. And, I mean, your, your money-making window is so short. Yep. I mean, it, it is... You know, I I don't know, man. Like it, it just feels like Deshaun Watson. I why is the NFL just not set him aside? Why is the NFL not Trevor Bowered him? I don't know, dude. I don't know. And doesn't I, and does I, that I, surprise you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Be, I, and, or, and it doesn't really surprise me per se, just because the NFL has always been a league that's like, well, we got to have uh, enough information to make a decision, and yada yada yada, and we don't, so we're not going to do anything about it. So it's just going to sit here in limbo and. We're just going to ride out the string. But, but the right thing to do when a guy is accused of sexually assaulting 22 women. Yeah. It's probably not to have him play in your league. I would agree, especially the NFL. Yeah. By the way, um, <laughs> Ace's wife in vanishing mode essentially says this show is all about the teams you like or hate. Okay. Is that not what sports are about? I would, I, I'm, and I'm your sorry. point is what? What is, what is the, what is the point? Right, like I, I. By the way, I'm not I, trying to be mean. I'm be, I'm genuinely asking you. Like, what, what, what is, is the point, the point of is, that? I what agree is the with point that. You're making. Hey, man, why do you host a podcast and only talk about the teams you like or hate? Well, what else are we supposed to talk about? 
I don't what do know. you want us to talk about? Badminton is, in China? What was in the water when people woke up today? What did you like? What did you ingest before you started commenting on this show? You guys like, have been having that Dasani, haven't you? Like, what is going on? To, this is we have some, we have an amazing comment section, and today it's just fr- freaking weird. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right yeah, now. And it's Apparently. okay, guys. It's okay. It's okay that you're going through some ass right now. But you know, we gotta, you know. Jaron Hall uh, or Eric C says, "Will Jaron have a nice NFL career?" Well, if he ever runs again, um, <laughs> James Knight says the good old water's wet analogy never gets old. Never. No, it doesn't. It never gets no, old. It doesn't ever. Uh, Casey Finlinson sa- says my shop goes into full T.O. and we get popcorn ready and get paid for an hour to watch devotional every Tuesday. Wow. That's amazing. Good for you, man. Um, BYU is a great place to work. Everybody I know that works at BYU. They get paid. I, I probably know half a dozen people. Well, they, the jobs could pay better, but. They like the benefits at BYU are pretty incredible. Um, Jeremy Bolton says those opening prayers are usually fire, but you haven't you haven't lived till you've heard the special musical number. Okay, so I got in the car the other day with BYU radio on. It was uh, it was still on Sirius. That was one serious discussion on BYU radio. That's enough of that crap. Yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. Like it was, and it was probably apropos. So I go to the gym every day about we, we, thanks. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Two O's and fat ass. We go to the gym every day about lunchtime. Right. And I get in the car and it's like, you know, like there's two, there's a a guy and you know, when you listen to religion on the radio and you probably don't, cause I don't either, but this one time I, at band camp, you know, and, and it's like, this is BYU radio. Makes me want to puke. What? Well, okay, take it easy. <laughs> this is BYU Radio. Pornography is killing men. Yeah, next question. And murder is wrong. <laughs> that's next on BYU Radio. I'm going to do that. Like, that's how it's presented. It's like, what? It is just a different vibe, bro. What? So, like, I had left it on in, in Klaus, the uh, my Audi SQ5 is named Klaus. So I had left it on in Klaus from the football game the other day. And you get in there and the guy is talking about, the guy is talking about like the pitfalls of being a man, the pitfalls of being a man in today's world. Have you tithed yet today? (laughs) Like it was just so awkward. So let me, let me ask the people this. Uh, Let me ask the people this is naming your car. Still cool. Is that still a thing? Why, yes, of course it's still a thing. Yes, it is. Everybody should name their car Jesus or Joseph. And please tithe. And if you drive a VW Beetle, you should name it Mary. <laughs> um, <laughs> now it's going to be this whole voice thing. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, like, it was awkward. And A, yes, you name your car. I don't know. Do you? What do you name? What did, what did you name your car? I don't have a name for my car. Jacob, named after the Bible. What a good guy. He's a virgin. Um, what did you- <laughs> Bro. <laughs> okay, Jeremy. Jeremy says, my car's name is Jaron Hall because he's efficient and gets the job. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. Oh, Bronco would pay BYU devotionals. Bronco would play BYU devotionals before games to get the players pumped up. How the fuck else would you do this job? 
<laughs> That's why we lost uh, the Las Vegas Bowl. Did he really play devotionals before the game? No, like hours before the game. I know that they would. I I know they're playing devotionals in the stadium over the loudspeaker. All right, let's go. <laughs> hey, let's go. Two minutes to kick off. Crank up the devotional. <laughs> this is BYU Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Allegiant Stadium. Greg Rubel and the new skin play-by-play guys will be back in a minute. But first, let's talk about your penis. No, but I will with your wife. <laughs> Sorry. We're going. We're to, children we're, on this show. We are going to hell. Hey, our, by we the way, uh, what's-his-face's wife? Are you happy? We're not talking about the teams we like or hate. We're talking about yeah. devotionals now. Um, you be snunked said, can you do your intros like this from now on? <laughs> hey, yo, man. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! <sighs> uh, Eric C says he can't wait for Bronco to end BYU season. Oh my the, God, the, dude! <laughs> Eric, please, Eric. We all know San Diego State. No, no, never mind. Uh, the eclectic Reghead said, "I don't remember what my son named my car. Current my current car, my older car. They are both Toyota Highlanders because kids. Uh, but my last one was named Maximus Prime. Okay, okay, I like that." Uh, UB snunked said devotionals were the night before. Yeah, that's what I would think. We're going to go out and kick their ass. Yeah. (laughs) Go team. No self-pleasuring in the hotel room tonight on BYU radio. (laughs) Right? Like keep your jeans on. Anyway, um, Cam Harrison says San Diego state LMAO. Um, Dax says, I tune into the show every morning <laughs> to feel the spirit. You guys are really hitting the nail on the head. <laughs> okay. Sp- wow. Speaking of feeling the spirit. Wow. Okay. Wait, that came Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. Tonto. Okay. Wow. Let's hit the reset button. <laughs> you know, and this is why you don't live in the shadow of the Okir temple because... Like that thing, what do you think that the, the church pays for electricity every year? Too much. And by the way, it's not Okir, it's Ochre. Ochre, Okir, same thing. Who you know, cares? white iguanas. <laughs> it's a white salamander. Stop it. It's a white salamander. Um, what do you think? That, do you think the church has like a lump sum payment they make to Rocky Mountain Power? For- Probably. For like the light bill, yeah, probably because the light bill at the temples. I don't know how they. Do, I I don't know how they do it, but if you notice, like the temples are all on prime real estate and they are lit, bro. Yep. Like number one, they're billion dollar buildings that are beautiful, and you can see them from like fifty miles away from Nantucket. Yeah, dude. Like, like it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I don't know. We were walking the dog last night around Oakwear Lake, and what? I tithe. It's fine. Uh, we were walking the dog around the lake here in daybreak this is it is ochre Ochre lake ochre lake (laughs) on byu radio kickoff is next Uh, go cougs oh my god anyway uh, i'll stop seriously i'll stop now um and i was just noticing we were walking up the street and you can see like the 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 i can't remember the name of the thing on the top of the the thing the The thingy thing thing. the The gold guy with the, the horn guy with the horn and stuff nice horn bro yeah uh, you can see that thing from like forever yeah and it just glows and i look out my back windows and that thing just glows all night long in the winter when the, when it's snowing 
it has this like effect where it's it I don't know how to describe it other than just say it's almost like just a golden hue kind of in the sky. It's weird. Um, let's see. UB Skunked says, people are staring at me laughing hysterically. Subscribe to the Monty Show, bitches. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> true words have never been spoken. You know. Uh, Casey Finlinson says, Maroney. 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 Um, let's talk about Costco versus Sam's Club, please. Speaking of condoms. Does anybody um, go to Sam's Club? Yeah, it's the Angel Maroney, correct. Yes, Sam's Club is huge here. Really? I think people prefer Sam's Club over Costco here. Seriously? Yeah, so I used to have a friend who now hates me because I wouldn't join the church. True Maroney. story. Maroney. True story. Um, so I am not LDS. <laughs> what? Okay, I am Christian. What? I am a believer, but I am not LDS, Did right? Did you tithe? Did you? Hey, do you want to come over for a nice chicken dinner? Like my, my neighbor, when we lived in Sandy, like I had bishopric, like I was surrounded. This motherfucker, like this sinner moves into the one house that's surrounded by bishopric. I kid you people not. Like the stake president lived on our right and like bishopric on the left, bishopric across the street. And here we are like drinking beer on the driveway, blowing off fireworks on the 4th of July. <laughs> they were not sad to see us go, I don't think. No, that's not true. They were amazing. Um, but the, the, the lady that lived next door to me, like she was really... You know, the older LDS woman, like in her 60s, mm -hmm. her son still lives with her in, in her basement. And she was like, hey, you know, we're making some chicken casserole. Do you want to come over? And, um, you know, we, we would love to, to, to have a meal with you. And we were like, no, nah, we're busy. Uh, maybe next time. OK, well, how about if you can't do it tonight? How about Saturday night? And it's like, well, <laughs> like it was just that. And so anyway, so I had a friend that was like devout LDS mm -hmm. and he stopped talking to me because I would not, I would not go to church with him. Like just stop talking to me. It was the weirdest thing. It is what it is, dude. How did we get here? Oh, and he was a devout Sam's club guy. Like would not go to Costco. I don't think I've ever been in a Sam's club. It's, it's Costco. It just says Sam's club outside. It is like hot dogs, cafe 150. Sam's Club. Like everything. Really? That it, it is almost a, a blueprint of like Costco is Sam's and Sam's is Costco. They are almost exactly the same thing. Except, Costco Club. Except the Sam's Club gives the Walton family billions. Right. Um, but do you have a preference one way or the other? Like, I, I, I just don't go to Sam's Club. I mean, I, I'm not trying to hate. I just am telling you I've never been in a Sam's Club. I'm Teddy Wayman says Costco is by far better than Sam's Club. I would agree. It just feels better. It just feels better. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I, it, I, I, so this is totally off the top. I wasn't, we weren't prepared to talk about this really, but like, I, I don't, I've never, I legit have never been in a Sam's, Sam's club. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what do you get at Costco? This is what I really wanted to talk about because so here's the genesis of the story. So in China, they opened a Costco in Shanghai, and it was a riot. In 2019, they opened this the first Costco in China. And there's a riot of humanity to the point where they had to close the store because they were overrun with people trying to get in. Yeah. And so eventually it calms down. That store is booming. So they're going to open up a second location. And right now they're trying to figure out where to get enough chickens to make the rotisserie chicken. Because so much rotisserie chicken is in demand 
when they when they opened that Costco in Shanghai, they're concerned there will be a chicken shortage, which there already is because of the pandemic. Yeah. They're concerned that they may have to open this new Costco without enough rotisserie chicken. What do you I mean, if you don't have rotisserie chicken, why are you going to Costco? I don't know. That's why I go. The rotisserie chicken's amazing. Furthermore, the already pre-chopped rotisserie chicken you get in the vacuum bag. Yeah, phenomenal. Cannot beat phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. Cannot beat it. But, but, what is your go-to item at Costco? Do you have one thing or several things? Well, or? I mean, on the norm, it's the chicken. It is, you know. But not the rotisserie chicken. No, like the whole young chicken that we can smoke. Yes. Um, From time to time, steak. Um, I do love the refrigerated section. Where you can get like the taquitos and you can get like oh, the seasonal stuff. Like those are phenomenal. Do you still eat taquitos? Are you cheating on me? I'm not cheating on you. I'm just saying from time to time we have taquitos. So oh, like when you ask mini, me. Do you remember the yeah, mini, the mini tacos, taquitos, dude? The yeah. mini, no, the mini tacos. In the air fryer. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Wow. We should smoke some of those. Those would be oh, fire. The, the co- like Costco pizza. Bro, those the frozen fun. Costco cheese pizza we used to eat all the time. Why don't we get one of those this weekend? Because I'm fat and I'm trying not to eat that stuff. Dude. Costco pizza is terrible. Do you realize that? Who cares? Costco pizza. pizza is one of the worst. But you can get like actual healthier pizza because pizza is terrible for you. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah. Um, the things I buy at Costco, vitamins. Um, I get all my like plant sterols, CoQ10s. Cocaine. Magnesium, cocaine. Right. Um, cocaine. Advil. The Kirkland brand Advil liquid caps. I don't have one sitting Caps. Here, are amazing. Um. What what? <laughs> Jimmy the Hillbian. That's a new one. Um the filtered comment says, What steroids are you drinking? We're not drinking steroids, dude. It's ghost protein. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this is the Monty this, show. You, by We're the, drinking I don't, steroids. On BYU radio. <laughs> uh you don't drink steroids, bro. Guy. Don't you don't you inject them? You inject them. Yeah, or it, you use it as a cream. It's topical. <laughs> What steroids are we drinking? What is wrong with you guys today? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe, maybe fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Uh, this is ghost protein with, with a teaspoon of creatine in it. Which, by the way, we need to cycle off creatine next week. Yeah, I know. Next week will be a good week for it, too, because we won't be lifting as much because we're going to Mammoth. Yeah, so here's my go-to at Costco. Uh, the vitamins, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, the produce section... Like they have bags of lettuce, bag salad mixes that you can get. Yeah, love Excellent. those, dude. The little salad bowls. I wish they sold them at every Costco. The Costco oh. in downtown Salt Lake. Those salad bowls are a game changer. The commercial Costco downtown, the business game changer, level, bro. So game good. Game changer. Um, but here's the other thing. I've stopped eating peanut butter. Me too. I've pretty much stopped. Well, eating I haven't it stopped eating it, but yeah. Why do you need a Costco card if you don't have any kids, bro? Are you being serious? Costco's amazing, dude. Bro. Dude, if you so as a single guy, I don't need Costco as much as like a family would. However, um, yeah, things like vitamins, things like the salad stuff, power tools, um, batteries. Light bulbs, I buy all my batteries at Costco because they come in like gazillion air, packs. Air filters for the uh, for the air conditioning and heater. You can buy oil at Costco for your tires. Car. Tires. You can buy tires. I bought my winter tires from Costco, which Computers. I totally regret, but that's fine. AirPod Pros. Um, like they have a prescription a prescriptions stand alone up desks yeah like all, we have two stand-up desks we bought there prescriptions to go to the costco pharmacy that's reason enough to have a costco card it's so much cheaper 
the the vision department like to buy glasses or contacts way cheaper at costco yeah like it, there's just so many things that are cheaper at costco why wouldn't you have a costco card yeah right um yes. Dex, uh rotisserie bats is the answer spencer morgan says wow wow rotisserie stop this no is, we're not going no. down no we're not doing no. that today no um dax says i don't need a 48 pack of mountain dew no you just don't know that you need a 48 pack. yeah of i mean dew. obviously the double xp for call of duty on its own is worth it come on yeah um eric c says go to gomez mexican restaurant when in mammoth okay okay i will try that seriously I will. should we make some content while we're in mammoth what do you think we can we're okay so gas is reason enough alone to have a costco membership um, but what's the number one thing? If you could only buy one thing ever at Costco, it would be chicken, probably meat, chicken. Yeah. Pork chops. They're pork. Oh chops are, my God. They're pork chops though. They're pork loin. Oh dude, bro. Whoa. Hold the Mac and cheese. We're forgetting the best oh my item. God. The Mac and cheese, the pot pie, the, pot pie, the, pot the pie. apple pie. Oh my God. The mashed potatoes. Dude, God, yeah, come on. Dude. What are we doing here? freaking amateurs on this show well because we never eat that i miss eating bad food <laughs> you know like like yesterday i ordered a gyro for lunch um where'd you order from slovakis or whatever it's called never heard of them yeah it's on doordash okay the sandwich was amazing the like the the so you just got a traditional euro or what'd you get i got a yeah i just got a regular lamb like a little, little lamb. lamb pita tzatziki I sauce i love lamb so much dude oh, it's so good but the problem is they kill baby lambs for it. I need to I need to make another stop by Mobetas soon. Oh, I need some Mobetas my in my God. life, dude. I haven't been to Mobetas in too long. And there's one right down the street. Yeah. Um But yeah, I miss eating like French fries. I miss eating like I cannot tell you this weekend is Halloween, obviously. And in daybreak, Halloween's like a happening. It's lit. Um, and so we have like three cases of candy bars and like two huge bags of candy. And my kryptonite is either a Snickers bar or a Twix bar. And the little mini Twix that comes in that like variety Savage. bag. Savage. Which you also get at. Costco. Costco. Um, you can buy Traegers at Costco. You can buy Traeger smokers at Costco. You can't, Or you can use our affiliate link below so I make money. Yeah. Or you can um, buy pellets. Like I'm telling you, Costco has a ton of stuff. Yeah. Dude. Costco has everything. It has nothing to do with your Toothbrush kids, heads? Well, I like getting ahead at Costco. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, is that not what? Bro. Okay, let's move on. Um, I'm about to fuck this yeah, up. Yeah, those little mini Twix bars that you can just one bite take all the caramel off the top of the cookie. Bomb. You know, and I've, I've, I, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, 15 pounds. Leg legit, well, wait, 19 wait, what is he or 18 pounds. How many saying? pounds have I lost? 18 pounds. Yeah, you're pushing 20. Yeah, and yesterday, again, we benched, uh, we did incline. Incline bench is so much more difficult. Beast mode, dude. But I'm training too much now. I know I'm doing too much. Like I, so I was uh, incline pressing 90 pound dumbbells yesterday, and my right shoulder afterwards was just like, dude, I'm tired. Yeah. Can we just go home and go to bed? Yeah. Like my right shoulder, like my right, what's called a delt. My right, like anterior delt was just like, oh, and I couldn't do it. And, I, and so I was done. I actually did press those eight times. And we went over to do, like, cable flies, and I just couldn't do it. Nah, I'm fine. My arm was like, nah, bruh. Nah, no self-love tonight. Um, Monty's, Monty hosted devotional before the game. Refreshments will be provided. Go the out and... The Monty Show on BYU Radio. Guys, let's have great gap discipline. Be your best self. You attack that gap with all of your manhood. 
Just don't do it in your dorm room. Make sure you keep your jeans on in the dorm room. And you explode into the A-gap. Oh, dear. Oh, my. (laughs) Hey, guys, saw your training video. Been joking around a lot in chat, but seriously, you have good form. I think you're doing great with fitness. Thanks, Greg. We really prioritize fitness. Um, if you don't follow a uh, a guy called Athlean X on YouTube on and YouTube. Instagram, he's the guy that I I pretty much he's I don't believe in taking advice from like a thousand people. Like I've done a lot of research into hey how to you know you know lose weight, burn fat while putting on muscle, and that's really been it. I eat three thousand calories or less. Honest to God, I eat three thousand calories or less. I take in no added sugar and I lift six days a week. Yeah, and the like, gains are crazy. The gains are crazy. It's un- You know what I'm really curious about, though? So we played basketball last weekend for the first time in like six months. I will, by the way, I don't have COVID. I haven't died yet. Yep, you haven't died yet. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> you know, we played, and we both felt like really good. Yeah. And I wasn't sore the next day, really at all. And so we're going, like we've been saying a couple of times, we're, we're, going, we're taking a trip to Mammoth Lakes next weekend to snowboard. And I'll be really curious to see how we do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, my feeling is, is we'll do well, but it's just crazy. Like we have not done a ton of cardio. We've been just strength training our ass off for like what feels like forever. Four months. Like a long time. I was looking, uh, laying in bed last night, admiring my physique. (laughs) Um, I was looking at my, (laughs) and just kind of scruff it and play with it when it's wet. I, why (laughs) i was looking at my uh fitness app and we really started working out at the end of july like the last week of july since the last week of july i've worked out pretty much five days a week there was one week in august or one week in late august where i missed three straight days um but other than that we've worked out i'm sorry to wake you dude We've worked it's out part of the conversation. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we've worked it. The hardest part is I'm not getting a lot of sleep. It's I get, exhausting. Bro. I get between five hours and 50 minutes and six hours of sleep every night. It's That's it. exhausting. And the hard part is even on Saturdays, I'll get like six and a half hours of sleep because I don't like going to bed at nine o'clock every night. You know, like Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Thursday night, I go to bed at like nine o'clock. And it sucks, to be honest with you. The other night when the Jazz were the late game, dude, it was excruciating to stay up and watch that game. Like, I was I was fighting, do- dro- uh, like, dozing off. And it was brutal, man. Like, because my life is so built on, hey, get up at 445, get in the shower, you know, pick out what shoes you're going to wear for five minutes, let the dogs <laughs> out, drink a protein, or I'm sorry, drink your steroids. You know, like, it, it's just the same thing. Oh, it's 8 o'clock, the draw's open. The draw's open. The draw's open. Oh, my motherfuckers. Nike app um, or sneakers? Nike, Nike app, I think. Oh, my God. Come on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> shoes. Uh, Jordan. I'm going to lose another draw right here. Um, <laughs> no, 1029, they bumped them back to tomorrow? They bumped them back to tomorrow. you got to be kidding me. That's so frustrating. Donnie? Donnie, please. Are you mad? Ooh, the Air Jordan 1 mid. in. Ro- oh, are you kidding me? Yes, sir. I'm taking that all day long. What, the bread? Yeah. How about that? You have that already. Yeah, so I can make some money on it. Okay. That's awesome. I'll take that. Thank you. Very- wow, see, they dropped a... B- Dude, look at that. They dropped a bunch of fire today. <laughs> what is going on in the in the, the Nike app? That's only 100 bucks too. Nice, dude. 
What in the world, folks? Look at this, man. We making we making paper. I don't know why I just said that. I just wanted to sound cool. I actually really like this one. They just dropped this turquoise one. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah, but yeah. So like, you know, it just is exhausting, dude. It's it, it like, yeah. I yawn a lot on the show because I'm fucking tired. Yeah, dude. it's a long. I am tired, bro. It's a long day. Like, Matsy, do you ever worry about paying your bills with how many shoes you buy? Never. Nope. Make more money, not worry about how little yeah, you have. Yeah, I, I don't worry about how little money I have because I have not to worry about that. Are you guys snowboarding in Hawaii? Man, I want to. I'm going to Maui, not Kona. Uh, you can snowboard Kona, by the way. I would love to. Been snunked. Um, I love Hawaii. If I'm ever wealthy enough, I will own a home on Maui. I love Hawaii. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Eric Devera says, yeah, that athlete X guy is a beast. He is. Six days a week, I knew creatine was a steroid. Exactly. James Knight says, you're just a catch-and-shoot guy, I imagine, Jake. Well, Monty's doing the heavy lifting down in the block. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. <clears throat> when we play basketball, we f we pretty well dominate. It's unfair if we're on the same team. It is. It we, is fucking unfair. Bro. To the point where we try not to be on the same team. Oh, dude, this is out. The gold dude, laser is out. Are you going to be okay over there, bro? And they don't like, make it in my size. Are, are, are you going to be okay? Are you kidding me? Jordan Reserve. There's a Jordan Reserve? Yeah, I think so on Sneakers app. Yes, there is. Where? Oh, my God. What is going on? Come on, give it to me then. Wait, is this? Hold on. Is this not updated? It said Jordan Reserve for a minute. Maybe that's... No, I feel like that's not updated. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah, so when we play basketball, it's, it is not fair. We rolled into the it's gym really last not. weekend, and we hadn't played in six months. And like, I it was a showing. the The three point display that I put on was a showing. Like, okay, so I got the breads. Nice. You didn't get it. Oh, I didn't. Man. I didn't get the low one either. That's fine, dude. That's fine. I need to stop buying shoes, bro. Seriously. No, <sighs> didn't get it. Anyway, yeah. So when we play basketball, I generally will play. The, I can really pass. There's a couple of things I can do. When it's going in, I can really shoot. But I don't shoot the three well enough because I don't shoot it often enough. I don't try. I don't practice. Um, but I play on the block really well. I have a. I like to think that I can shoot pretty effectively in my turnaround. I have mm -hmm. a really good fadeaway. Um, I have a middle of the paint turnaround jumper that's pretty much unblockable. But my true passion is passing. Like there is no better pass than buzzing a guy's scalp <laughs> with a pass right into the corner where Jake's waiting and he drops that three because he probably makes. I'm not even exaggerating. I would think you make about 65, 70% of your threes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. So where are you guys boarding at this year? Let's go. Let's get a Monty show. Dude, uh, let's do it, get man. Together I'm trying, there. man. I'm trying. I would love to. We, we ride, uh, park city, uh, Vail resorts. So, yeah. So Vail res like, anything Vail resorts, anything Vail resorts, Beaver Creek, Breckenridge, heavenly North star, North star, um, Pe where else? Obviously, yeah. Park uh, the City. canyons, Park City. Yeah, I mean that goes without saying. Obviously, because we're, we're going here. next Thursday and Friday, we're going to be off because we're going to Mammoth. So talk about this this package deal that you got or whatever, whatever. Okay, so, so whatever you ordered up. Mammoth, the West Coast has gotten pounded with snow, so Tahoe Mammoth is buried. So they're opening early. They're opening tomorrow, actually. Um, so a week from today, a week from right now, we'll be driving to Mammoth. Um, and I, we paid a thousand bucks for two, two day lift tickets and a, a, uh, hotel room at the mammoth Inn. um, 
to be right outside the lifts. And yet when we looked on Airbnb, it was like $3,000 just for rooms. It was stupid expensive. So I feel like that was a pretty good deal. Yeah, when you sent that to me, I was like, wow, really? Because like, so you FaceTime, you were like, hey, this is what I was able to find. And initially you didn't tell me that included the lift tickets. And then once you said that, I was like, let's go, dude, let's do it. Like, I mean, 500 bucks for, for, you know, to be on the hill basically with the lift tickets. Come on, bro. Like that's, you're, you're not beating that. So I think that's very difficult to do. Yeah. So like it it just is, it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, we, we, we have Epic passes for Vail resorts, which means we can ride, any day we want, no blackouts. We get, uh, we get. I think it's like five to seven additional lift tickets for our friends. So you know, if you guys want to ride, we have probably fifteen ish lift yeah. tickets at our disposal. Um, you know, <laughs> you be you been snunked says peace and salutations, friends. Peace and salutations, friends. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Monty Show on BYU Radio. That's for when you close the show today. Okay. I will use that. Uh, Bolton says, I'll be wearing my three jersey. Can't miss me because I'm slicing up the hill, destroying fools and beating Utah. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah, we generally will wear football jerseys, although this year I actually have lost enough inches in weight where I'm actually going to be wearing, who knew, snowboarding clothes. Like, I actually have like a really, I paid a million dollars for this jacket I have. Yeah. So I'm going to wear that. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really stoked to be doing that. Uh, why Mammoth? Because Mammoth is open, uh, is why Mammoth. Yeah. And I've got a huge investment in snowboards that I cannot wait to get on the hill. Um, Dude, so investment in snowboards, clothes, new boards, new bindings, yeah. new boots. Like, I did still have not got my new goggles. Like, holy crap, dude. Yeah. We're in on it. We're in on it. Seriously. How much are you guys exaggerating your bench? <laughs> Why do so talking many people about, care bro? what we bench? What are you talking about? It, there's literally video proof on his Twitter account that I could bench 225 12 times. Yeah, I mean, we, it's not even in question. Yeah, they're on a flat bench. I think I can probably do three reps at 315. Yeah. But why do I want to do that? I'm, I probably will never bench more than 225. It's fine. Like, I, there's no need. Like, everybody wants to keep going up, and I'm just like, dude, it's fine. I don't need to bench more than that. I can flat bench... We did it last weekend, 105-pound dumbbells. Yeah, easily. Eight times. Easily, comfortably. Incline, I'm not I'm not really trying to go over 90, 95 pounds. On incline, it's it's a rack on your shoulders. But I don't know why people care so much how much you can bench. Because it's a macho thing. Yeah, I just, I, I yeah, I don't care. It's I, a macho I, thing. I more care about, like, th- how much thinning I've done. Like, I'm thrilled. I, I And I have to tell myself, I have to remind myself. Um, to be excited about um, the shape that I'm in because I have terrible body image. It's something that I battle constantly. Yeah. Like it is, it is, um, it's a battle for me, honestly. It, it's really something that, that I have struggled with is body image because I'm, I just am at a point now where I really, I work really hard. Like I don't, I eat for utility. I very rarely eat something I enjoy. And it's because that's just not how I'm programmed. If I eat the things that I enjoy, I eat too much of it and it, and it, it's unhealthy. I eat for utility. So I eat a lot of protein and I eat a lot of vegetables, you know, like it's, it just is what it is. Um, you know, like it, it is, you know, yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah, dude. Greg makes a good point. He says, no one who actually lifts cares about your bench. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody. 
Are you aesthetic? Uh, Eric Devera says, yeah, I, if a person only benches 70, that's okay as long as it's aligned to the result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you've been skunk says, have always wanted to board. I'm down for a meetup. They, snowboarding changed my life, man. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I love every moment of it. I, it's now, very freeing. Now I'm kind of nervous to get back on the board because it's been five years since we've snowboarded. I'm not, I don't, I, I literally think it'll take us probably maybe half a day to get our feet back under us because in when we were riding before we moved to arizona when we left utah the first time and moved to arizona we were riding diamond like we were killing it um like we can really snowboard it's one of the few things that i'm very confident in saying yeah i, I can i can ride like i can crush it like having when i worked in san francisco we went and snowboarded with ski patrol at north star um for a story that i did on the radio and riding first tracks with them, they take you all the way to the top of the mountain. And they just all drop in off of this double black diamond. Like it ain't no thing, man. No, nah, it's no big deal. I remember being terrified standing up there. And then you drop in and it's fine. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Like it's a The feeling of going 100 miles an hour down a hill and you're in complete control. There's nothing like it. Yeah. There's a run at North Star, California North Star Resort um that is called axe handle and it's my favorite run by far yeah. i absolutely love axe handle uh jeremy bolton says any recommendations for a board or where to get one well uh straight up i'll tell you guys the best board shop in salt lake in my opinion is a place called salty peaks it's on 33rd right, right off at the, the mouth it's right at the mouth no off the 215 off the 215 at the, at the mouth me. of parlays yeah it's right off of 33rd it it salty peaks you can't miss it great board shop I am. I happen to be a GNU uh, LibTech guy. Uh, I ride a GNU Rider's Choice. It is called a Rider's GNU Rider's Choice, and I just picked up a LibTech T Rice Travis Rice T Rice Pro. Uh, so those are the two boards I ride. I'm trying to get into this Burton um, uh, Step On technology for boots and bindings. Um, it's supposedly a game changer for everybody who rides it. It's you'll never go back. Um, but yeah, I basically, I ride Burton bindings. Um, what's the name of the binding we ride? Uh, cartel cartel bindings by yeah. Burton. Um, and yeah, it's, I'm a big GNU lib tech fan. Yeah. Same. I mean, like they have an edge that uh, they have a wave edge it's called C2 Like, I mean, yeah, the, the, the balance on the board, like it's the amazing. reason I like a new and lib tech is because no matter what situation situation you're in, you can get out of it. So like, you know, like the board, you can ride switch if you have to. You can. It's very flexible and pliable, so it's not a. Yeah. It's not real rigid. It gives you a lot of flexibility on the hill. So even if you're not like riding park or anything, let's say that you got into whatever situation, whatever you know, and you had to make a quick turn or whatever, the board will go with you. It it just is. That's why I like it. And, and yes, if you like to ride park, it can totally do that. Well, and I think when you run into the idiot skier that cuts you off, which is inevitable. Do you remember at Squaw Valley that oh, one yeah, year I where you her. I torched oh, her. Oh my god. Yeah, I torched her. So, generally skiers are they they So when you're riding down a hill, you're responsible for everything in front of you because you can see what's in front of you. People can't generally see what's behind them. But if you're going to make a sharp left-hand turn across the run, you probably should turn your head and check what's coming. Jake is 200 pounds of rocket ship on a snowboard. And, you know, this one lady um, chose not to, uh, you know, chose not to turn her head. 
And she took a left turn in front of you, and you absolutely trucked her. Yeah, so, I mean, it, was, it, it wasn't – I didn't injure her, um, but basically what happened was is I was on my toes, and she had turned left into me. <laughs> I got the, the nose of my snowboard onto her ski tips, and I basically just did a toe edge stop. I kind of just turned to slow us down and took her to the ground, basically. Because if you don't, then that's when bad things happen. Yes. So I basically just kind of, in a controlled fashion that was very quick and looked worse than it was, took her to the ground because I couldn't avoid her. So, you know. Yeah. Hey, man. And I'll, then I left her ass there after making sure she was fine. You, but you blowed her up, dude. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Hey, like I said, Gnu Park Pickle in that accident. And I got a Gnu Rider's Choice at Salty Peaks. Really excited Spinal. to ride that Spinal. You Super destroyed fire. that woman. Like, yeah. God, Lord. That was a mistake she will never forget. You should probably play music. It's 815. Um, yeah, let's ride together. Let's find time. There, there's yeah. Brighton is buried. Dude, we're going to be riding every every weekend, every single weekend. Yeah, That's if you tell, if I'm you tell, and I think what you're going to see is we're going to wind up doing a lot of uh, like Thursday, Friday rides or let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. Um, boy, let's see. You, you've been skunk says BYU defense looking to call Jake to start the next game. Yes. Yes, they are. I probably will hit dumbbell incline and decline 55, 65 pound weights go. for 8 to 10. Works just fine. My man, Greg, way to go. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, good show, boys. Jaron Hall is the greatest. Deal with it. Jaron Hall is the greatest. Deal Greg Hawkins it. says, stay tuned tomorrow for an address from the brothers Monty and Jake, both gaining knowledge of the truthfulness of BYU football. Be informed. Be inspired. The Monty Show. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.